Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What is today, guys? I don't even know. Today is the eighth. It's eighth? Wednesday. It's the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-four. And this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. <laughs> It's Thursday. Oh, 
My battery Quit. Plug is it running low. Where's the... I can fix it. You may die. I can fix that. Can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plug in the computer this morning. Well, 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 good morning, everybody. That is proclaimed by the Nesbits. Huh. Go to Spotify and click on proclaim and just let it play. <laughs> go, just go to Spotify and pick out the Nesbits and just play all our songs on a loop. <laughs> you can turn the volume down. We get like point zero zero point zero zero three or zero 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 three. Every time you play it. Or you can go to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon, where we are sharing yeah, we our history with you. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are so silly. We yeah, she don't like it, but. No, because he's sharing all, like, the old stuff before, like, our voices matured. And it's yeah, hot, yeah, and yeah, yeah. But Diane, it's cute, isn't it? Isn't it cute? Diane listened to it. She loved it. So she said, I can, I can pick out your voices. Sarah, you're, like, five years old. You're singing. In the highway, what was it? No, it was a circle being broken. No, it was circle. Circle being broken. Where you go off? Yeah. It's fun. So, if, if you want all that kind of backstage stuff, old stuff, history, <laughs> go to Patreon. And tell your friends about it. Thank you so much. We are trying. I don't know what to do. We are trying. I'm trying the first of the year. We're trying to get a point to where we can kind of minister full time. It's really, really hard to do. And uh, just too much ministry, doing too much ministry and working. It's like I got to do something. So trying. Thanks for the, those that are supporting us and helping us. We really, 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 really appreciate it. So the reason we were gone, kind of a last minute thing, some dear, wonderful, wonderful friends of ours gifted us with a like a couple of day getaway up on Center Hill Lake. Huh? I said at a wonderful area. At a wonderful area, Center Hill Lake, which is was what, an hour away, fifty minutes away. And so we are U N N O F T. Uh and what'd y'all think about them taking care of of this? Uh was was y'all happy with Megan? Was it okay for them to fill in the gap? I didn't want y'all to not have anything, and Megan jumped in there, and then all three of them were there yesterday. We were on with you. We were we were listening. We love you guys. Thank you for your love for us. We don't know how it's going to go or how this year's going to go or what we're going to do, but we're going to try our best to serve the Lord as much as we can. And, and always. Amen, amen. We're in Proverbs. Let's do this last chapter of Proverbs, right? Can't do the whole chapter today, but we'll get started on it. Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. And uh, we'll get going. It says, let me go ahead and put it up here. Father, be with us, Lord, as we study your holy word, as we are in the last chapter now of this book of Proverbs. Lord, would you be with us? guide us and help us lord speak things uh that'll be edifying to our hearts our souls and uh help us jesus we love you lord amen and amen okay proverbs 
31.1, the words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. So, you know, mama's teaching their babies wise sayings. So these are the words of King Lemuel. Who is King Lemuel? We have no idea. Some people try to espouse that this is the, it's, I think Lemuel means man of God. I may have jotted that. Belonging to God. Lemuel says means belonging to God. Some people have tried to say, just like the previous one, uh, Agur, son of J.K., some people with this King Lemuel is like, I, we, I think it's Solomon. Well, just know this. There's absolutely no proof of that whatsoever. That's just an opinion. You know what I mean? Okay, let me close this blind. Shining through the crack right in my Shining. Okay. All right, so sorry. King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. Uh, so she taught her son. And so these are, it's an oracle that he puts forth that come from his mama. Okay, and it says in verse 2 and verse 3, What, my son, and what, son of my womb, and what, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women nor your ways to that which destroy kings. Well, first, and let's talk about the three different connections. She says, what, my son? And she says, not only my son, but the son of my womb. In other words, I bore you, okay, the, the very son of my womb, and then the son of my vows. You know, uh, it is my job to teach you, to protect you, to help you understand life. And and so listen to me. Listen to me, she's saying. And what is the first thing she says? Don't give your strength to women. So the first thing that she is talking about is the warning uh, of the sexual appetite of her son and, and to warn him about that. And don't give your strength to women nor your ways to that which destroys kings. You've got to be careful. Well, this is man's greatest weakness, right? This is man's greatest weakness. I mean, you go all the way back. Why is, why is it man's greatest weakness? Uh, now, I might say something that makes somebody mad in 2023. No, it's 2024, ain't it? I don't mean to make anybody mad, okay? But if you, if you were to go back to Genesis and, like, look at the creation account... You know, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm like in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. It's not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper comparable to him. I'm going to make a helper for him. I'm making a helper for him. That don't go over good today, so nobody get mad at me. I'm just reading, okay? <laughs> I'm kind of playing a little bit, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So then he makes out of the ground, every beast of the field, and he brings them to Adam, whatever you call them, that's what the name's going to be. And so Adam names the animals, but even though all of the animals are brought to Adam, it's like, nah, nope, nope. And then verse 21 says, and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. I believe the Bible, by the way. I actually believe the Bible. The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, what? 
and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Adam said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. So now every man comes now from the womb of a woman, but the woman came from a man. She was taken out of man and brought unto him. That is to say, and let me say it another way, woman is God's, earthly speaking, is God's greatest gift to the man. Does that make sense? Greatest gift to the man is the woman. The one who completes him. So it only stands to reason, since that is his greatest gift, it becomes also his greatest weakness. She is specifically made, right, in a way, to bless Adam and to help Adam. And I know in the day that we live, these kind of teachings are not popular at all. Uh, but this is what the Bible teaches. And so needless to say, because of the way woman was created, it becomes man's greatest weakness and greatest downfall. I'll go ahead and take that off. That could kind of get aggravating being up there. Greatest weakness and greatest downfall. So much so that I could say, if, if you think about it, even in the story of the first fall, okay, and, and you can judge for yourself why it happened, okay? But if you just take the scriptures, man was created and told, don't you eat of the fruit of that tree, right? But the woman ate, and then she brought it unto Adam, her husband, and then he ate. She ate it first and brought it to him. It's as if to say he decided rather than to live without her, he decided to die with her rather than to live without her, okay? And this is very deep, I know, and I'm not going to go way into it, but you know Jesus is the second Adam, and he chose to come and die for his bride, the church, because he had rather to, he chose rather to die with than to live without. It's a beautiful, beautiful story, but it shows that beautiful connection between Eve and Adam. But now that it's the man's greatest weakness has thrown, shown throughout. So not only does Adam fall, and through Adam we're all within Adam, so the whole human race falls. And when the human race falls, it alters our very DNA. It has to alter our DNA for us to be able to, to, to die even. Okay, now death entered. Now the curse entered. Now curse entered upon the earth, upon the ground the curse entered. Now, so then as we look throughout Scripture, we, we say, man, the greatest blessing and the greatest yeah. weakness. That is to say, so, you know, we'll say, well, uh, the strongest man that ever lived was Samson, right? What did the enemy use to take down Samson? Anybody? Woman. A woman. Okay. And he, and have you, I mean, have you read that story? I mean, Samson was, it was amazing. 
how strong he was. And then she was like, Samson, tell me what, what, what makes you so strong? And, and it, it was separation to the Lord that made him strong. But that the picture of his separation, one of the things was his hair. And so, you know, he told her this and he told her that. And this is what is crazy when he would say, if you do this, I'll be as weak as any other man. If, I'm, if you bind me with new cords, I'll be as weak as any other man. And then he goes to sleep and she binds him up with these cords. And then she says, here's the Philistine, they're on you. And he gets up and breaks them. I think I would start thinking, wait a minute, what's this woman doing to me? This happens over and over till he is just absolutely, he's like, okay, I'm a Nazarite, okay? If you cut my hair, I'll be weak as any other man. And you know what? She cut his hair for money. And she took him down. So the strongest man that ever lived was taken down by a woman. David's biggest sin that we know has to do with Bathsheba, right? Uh, that brings that brings trouble upon the entire kingdom. And it was a woman. And yes, David is responsible. But I do think Bathsheba should not have been bathing in a place where she knew he could see her. And That's, Philip the right Solomon <laughs> and all his wisdom. Actually, I'm going to read about Solomon yeah. because I want to talk about his silliness here. Let's turn over here to Solomon. 1 Kings chapter 11. I'm just going to read this to you. King Solomon. Okay, so the strongest man that ever lived. Adam, the first man. David, the greatest king. You could say the greatest king. Okay. And yes, he repented, and yes, God forgave him, right? But then, anyway, his son Solomon, who is known as, or we say the wisest man. Now, we're taking Yeshua out of the picture here. We're not talking about with Jesus, including Jesus. But the wisest man who ever lived, other than God's son himself. The wisest man who ever lived. And here's what it says. I mean, 1 Kings chapter 11, listen to this. But King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughter of Pharaoh. Women of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, the Sidonians, the Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you, surely they will turn your hearts away after their gods. So the, the reason, you got to get a hold of this, the reason that God said, don't you intermarry with these women from these other nations, wasn't because God's racist. He, he created all the races, okay? It had nothing to do with that. What it had to do with is who they worshipped. They didn't serve the Lord God. They didn't serve the Lord God. And he said, don't you intermarry with them because they'll turn your hearts after their gods and serve them. That's the point. Now listen to this. Solomon clung to these in love. All the women of all these other cultures. He clung to these in love. And he had, listen to this. Talk about excess. 700 wives. I'm reading to you from 1 Kings 11. 700 wives, princesses, 
and 300 concubines. And his wives, now listen to this, turned away his heart. This is the reason that Lisa and I will say there's nothing better for a man than a good woman. Because of the strength and the power that she has. And there's nothing worse for a man than a bad woman. For it was so, verse 4, I'm in 1 Kings 11, 4. For it was so when Solomon was owed that his wives turned his heart away after other gods. That makes me want to cry just as I'm reading it. And his heart, listen to this, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord. To the Lord there in your Bible, most of your Bibles is going to have it all in caps. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Means this is uh, Yahweh is what was here. Yahweh. His heart was turned after other gods and was not loyal to Yahweh anymore. That breaks my heart. How can the wisest man, he's, as a young man, in a dream, God appears to him and he says, ask me what you will and I will give it to you. And he said, oh Lord, give me wisdom that I may judge your mighty people. And as a young man, he loves God. He serves God. He becomes known as the wisest man ever. People travel from all over the world just to come listen to this man and his wisdom. But he loved women. He loved women. And the Bible tells us that the women turned his heart after other gods. And he was not loyal to the Lord God. Deuteronomy 17. Yeah. Deuteronomy says, 17. Yeah, when he's talking about, um, says, when you enter the land that God your God is giving you and take it over and settle it down and then say, I'm going to get me a king, a king like all the nations around me. Make sure you get yourself a king whom God your God chooses. Uh-huh. All right, and then he goes on to say, make sure he doesn't build a war machine amassing military horses and chariots. Then he says, and make sure he doesn't build up a harem. Right. Take two wives yeah, multiply wives. From the straight and narrow. Yeah. And so sometimes people kind of get bothered because this was allowed in the Old Testament, and uh, that's fine, but, but you can tell... I mean, it was a prohibition uh, to kings uh, not to multiply wives. And Solomon didn't listen to this. The wisest man in the world didn't listen to this. But why? It said because he he cleaved to these women in love. Foreign women, strange women. He loved these women. And it pulled his heart after other gods. His heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. And David fell into sin in this manner as well. But David repented, and he turned back to the Lord his God and said, God, forgive me, please. Matter of fact, Psalm 53. Is it Psalm 53? No. Cleanse me. I think that's Psalm 51. Cleanse me, O Lord. And that's, that's David's prayer. And he's saying, God, I'm sorry. I really messed up. And I'm just putting in my word. I have really messed up. But Lord, if you will clean my heart, and if you will forgive me, I will teach transgressors your ways. Okay? I, if you'll forgive me, Lord, if you'll help me, I'm giving myself back to you. It doesn't say that about Solomon. And so 
anyway, I just wanted to read uh, read all that to you because it makes sense why King Lemuel is saying, here's what my mother taught me. Uh, how much time? Oh, I'm way over already. Okay. Don't give your strength to women. And this is what he said. This is what she's saying. Son, be careful with your sexual appetite and don't be giving your strength to women. It's not going to do good because this is what destroys kings. Destroys kings. We'll stop there. We'll take up tomorrow. Uh, so let me ask you, do you think we have a problem with this today? You think we have a problem with this in the church? I'm not making accusations. I'm asking you, what do you think? You think there's any problems here? Well, yeah. So, uh, we need to listen to wisdom, you know, and God help us. And uh, we see it throughout the scripture, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And uh, may God help us. So let's, uh, why don't we just say a prayer over all of us, right? Amen. I agree with you, Miss Peggy. Oh, yeah, Frank. Yeah. And and if we're honest, I'm, look, I don't care how many, what men's meetings you get together. This is one of the biggest problems that men pray for each other over because this is a serious, serious weakness. And it's like, God, please help us. And I'm going to say this. You cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. We must have the Holy Spirit helping us. And women, I'm not just jumping on the men. You women got your own problems too. Hey, you would be amazed at how many women struggle with pornography. Yeah, they yeah. Really, like if the numbers, if people were honest and the numbers really came out, it's not as prevalent. Not as prevalent as among men, but it's but still it's way up and, there. And growing. And growing, is, right. You know. So, Lord... Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, God, we ask you to help your people. We need your help. We all need your help, Lord. Our churches, every local congregation needs your help. Everyone in that congregation, we need your help. Lord, fill us with your spirit. Fill us with the glory of God. Give us help, Lord. We need you. Please help your people. Please help your people. In the name of Jesus, Yeshua, we pray. Amen. And Lord, we want to pray and for amen. Haiti today. Who? You know, Haiti. Haiti, Haiti yeah. The riots, and the the riots going, going on in there. Haiti, yes. In the name of Jesus, yes. Amen. People, Lord. amen. Amen. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hey, I love you, saints. Thank you for being here. Good to be with you. Yes, yes. We'll keep praying for your father, brother. Yes. We'll lift up your father. And Annie, your son, in Jesus' name, bless him, Lord. Amen. See you tomorrow.